be okay if something's not good. Like, if you make something and it's not good, like, that's okay too. Like, you have to make shitty stuff sometimes to get to the good stuff, you know? And, like, you don't have to bring every short to festivals. You don't have to post every film online, you know? Like, you can you're, give yourself permission to, like, mess up and learn from those mistakes. Welcome back to Nothing Shines Like Dirt, episode 55. I'm Leslie Shannon. And I'm Elise Siebert. Today we are talking about where to start. Building your team. Holding space for collaboration. And and facing facing your fears. fears. (laughs) I did a ropes course and um, zip lining. She's like, yeah, it's really different in the difficulty level. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I was super glad um, <laughs> I didn't do the last one, but I, I was proud because I did face my fears. Yeah, that's a great. Um, it's a great feeling. Yeah, it is. Um, I also was like, it's like I had done some sort of crazy upper for the next couple, like the next hour or so, because I was my my nerves oh, and my, yeah, my yeah, energy yeah, yeah. were still like really high. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm yeah. sure that was really well. That's a good way to um, kind of segue into our subject today: oh, yeah. facing your fears. Facing your fears, because yeah. we are going to talk about um, how we got started creating our work and hopefully um, empower and inspire you, if you haven't already been inspired by all of our guests to create your own work. So. Yeah, look it's at you. It's a good segue. Segue. Face your fears. Because it is a fears. scary thing to put your art out into the world and to also like get people to collaborate with you on your art. Well, especially when you're first starting because you feel like you don't know very much um, and that's okay. I think that's it's it's part of that. Um, as long as you get the right group of people together or you get someone who does know who's like generous and willing to help, um, to help teach you, then that's the right kind of people who you want to be starting with anyways. Um, or you just figure it out together. <laughs> or that too. There's um, uh, YouTube and all sorts of talks and people. You can learn so much on the internet. There's a lot of stuff you probably don't want to learn on the internet, but there are, <laughs> there are things on the internet that, that are, are super useful. Sometimes you have to dig too, but some good places to start is like No Film School, Um, anything with editing too, if you have a Premiere Pro, uh, uh, they provide all kinds of free tutorials to use the program and stuff too. So you don't have to pay some flyer guy that you met on the street to learn how to do Premiere Pro. (laughs) That's how I taught myself too. And there was this one website, now I'm forgetting what it's called, Leslie, maybe you remember it, where they had all these classes, it's not masterclass, because that's a little different. It was like an actual skill-based video website. I'm going to have to look it up and post yep, it before. Clearly, she's forgetting the Linda, memory. Linda. Linda.com. Um, so you can go on there. Like a lot of like tech stuff. So if you like especially. Like Linda, like L-I-N-D-A? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. We'll yeah, post. Yeah. I we'll think find, it is L-I-N-D-A. We'll find links and, and post it with um, it so that you guys can find <clears throat> it. But they had a lot of great... Um, editing stuff and I think they had a really good special too where it wasn't super expensive and I watched a ton of those videos but Premiere offers it so if you have if you have a legal purchased Premiere Pro <laughs> I love how you preface yeah. that if you have the legal purchase not a 
gorilla. Not, not a bootleg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Elise, how did you start creating your own work? Um, so I had met one of my really good friends um, who is a filmmaker. She just graduated with her MFA from USC, actually. We met, I auditioned for her. She was taking like a one-off class at um, one of the film schools here in New York. I forget which one. And I auditioned for her and I really liked her script. And um, we just hit it off at the audition and became friends. And <laughs> I didn't get the part either. But I... Um, I liked the script and so I emailed her and was like, hey, if you need help on set, like I'm, I can PA, I'll do whatever. And I like ended up kind of, kind of first dating, but I didn't know that's what I was doing <laughs> at the time because I didn't know anything. Um, and I helped her make that project and that like kind of solidified our friendship. And she was going to leave New York to go to film school. And she was like, we should just, we should make, something else and we're like okay so we took the month of june it's like the anniversary right now since it's june <laughs> this was three years ago too it's crazy um and we were like we're gonna meet like for two hours every day during the week and the first week we just brainstormed ideas the second week we wrote the script the third and fourth week we shot it and or like pre pre-production and then shooting i don't exactly remember but we made it in a month and um we did not know what we were doing. <laughs> we, I don't remember um, how we found our wonderful DP, Jamal Solomon. Um, I who feel Robin like had, who Robin had Robin on our last had episode. Hers. Yeah. I, I feel like I just reached out to people who had created stuff and asked for recommendations. And we like, I think we spent, so Lee had some credit at, at um, I wish I was better at remembering names. Um, it's in Canal. It's in Chinatown. It's like near Canal Street. It might be Canal Film something, but they have really good cheap rentals where you don't need insurance. And so she had some credits there that we got our equipment. Um, so it felt free, even though I don't rem like she had credit. I don't know if it was through school or how she had credit, but it felt free that we got our equipment for free. And then we paid for our actors and cast to have meals obviously and then we paid Jamal who ended up he was so excited about the project he gave that money to bring on a gaffer because we were stupid and didn't think that we we just thought we needed a camera <laughs> and we could just set up the lights ourselves and Jamal's like mm, let's let's bring a gaffer on board and then we also paid for a sound guy who I had met on set as an actor on a different project. So we kind of like, just like threw it together. It's still not edited. Parts of it are edited. <laughs> Apologies to our actors. I, we wrote it together and then Lee directed it and then I acted in it. Um, but that was like the first taste of like making something for like $800. We used our own apartments for locations. Um, we stole a location in the city. <laughs> At a church, Wait, we got kicked out of, say, but we got really it? great footage. We just started shooting there. <clears throat> it was private property. We shouldn't have done that, but um, don't yeah, do that. Don't do that. <laughs> but it's beautiful footage. <laughs> they kicked us out. It's okay. It's all good. And we're not going to make any money off of it. <laughs> yeah, no worries on that front. But it was really good practice and really good, like, like, <laughs> just figuring it out. And I mean, I think that's a theme of so many of our guests that we have on is like 
I don't know how to make a feature. I just did it. Or I don't know how to make a web series. I just like did it. And I think, I think that's what you do is you just practice and get people together and, you know, find people you work well with and collaborate and feel inspired by. So yeah, yeah absolutely. That's the gist of it for me. <laughs> well, how did you start making your own films, Les? Um, well, I actually started with theater. Um, I started doing theater. So um, I went to Stella Adler um, Studio for acting in New York. And um, that's where I met some of the best people I've ever known. Mm-hmm. So it was a great decision regardless <laughs> of anything else because um, I've made bonds and friendships for life. But um a lot of the people who I went to school with, and some of them were in my year and others were in other years, um, they um, they started a theater company called Secondhand Theater Company, and um, essentially, which just started with us getting together and meeting and talking about life and what was happening in the world and, and how could we make projects about it. And um, we started doing um, experimental theater. Um, so we got together and we started talking and having discussions and then we would, um, because, uh, Stella is so great. Once you were, um, once you've gone to school there, they offer space up for you as alum if you want to use it. And so we would come in on the weekends and we would do these things called movement salons where we would get together and all just move in space together. So hippy dippy, the the best ever. And then we would create, um, we would come from some of these movement exercises and then we, we would all get together and write stuff and we would create scenes and things from these movement salons. And so we did a couple of shows. We did one called how does blue mean? And, uh, and then the second one was lost in place. And we just essentially, um, all collaborated and it was like a true collaboration because we created while we were improving and figuring stuff out together and then certain people from the um, cast who were also uh, from the company were also uh, writers and so they would go and write stuff and it was a combination of poems and music Brandon and I wrote music and I sang in um, a couple of them as well um, and uh, and yeah so that's kind of how I started and then once we started doing that um, we um, a friend of ours um, who was also um, affiliated went to school with us and was affiliated with the company and started and became a part of the company um, Jake his girlfriend at the time was a DP and um, she was from France and she started like shooting and doing stuff and wanted to get more experience here and so we just started working with her because we had she had a camera she had the know-how to do that and she was willing to shoot with us so then we started just taking some of the scenes and shorts and stuff that we really liked and started creating shorts from that and we had no idea what we were doing um I mean some people that we we talked to had like more of an understanding of it but we kind of like wrote stuff together and just decided so it was like this core company of people who um I wrote a short and um, and then Kenny, who was the one who, uh, Kenny Faust, who started the company, um, he like would write stuff and they had like other stuff that people had done before. And we just kind of got together. We did stuff where it was like fully improv, um, based around a particular subject. So we luckily had sound built in with Brandon, um, which yeah. is often where if you're going to spend your money, um, a lot of times you can get DPs and people really excited about being a part of a project, um, but sound, um, production audio, you often have to pay them. So unless you hit the jackpot like I did. Marry one. <laughs> marry you one. can marry one or pay one. Yeah, Those exactly. are your options. Those are your options. <laughs> or have one that's like really gung-ho about being a part of the project. 
But um, but yeah, we started off small, and then the and I mean, we didn't have we learned and we didn't have certain things at first. Like we never had, we never had art or any sort of like person who was in charge of, I mean, we all kind of just pitched in and did it together, but it was essentially just a collaboration of people like Mm -hmm. got creative people together who we all really liked each other. Yeah. But there are those people that, I mean, um, one of my good friends who I've used for a couple of projects now, Kat Van Cleve, she was an interior designer and now she's working on film projects. Mm-hmm. So finding people that need to build their reels to, um, I think that's really important. And one thing I've really like noticed in my last, like especially this last year of directing is how important art is. It's a visual medium. And oh my gosh. having, yeah. you know, having that expert of, being able to design that because that's the other thing too you can only wear so many hats and like you can try to make something look pretty but if you're really thinking about the shots or the performances or whatnot it's nice to have that that person there that extra that, eye that is an expert at yeah yeah design. but I mean honestly like what it <clears throat> my experience with it is if you get together with a group of people who are excited like the first part of creating your own work is just just deciding that you want to. (laughs) And then the second part is putting together people who are also excited about doing it with you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, there's many great ways to do that. If you have, even if you just have one or two friends that are interested in it, you can, it's amazing how with just those people, the network of people who they might know who might be interested in for whatever reason, um, just extends and extends. And I mean, there's a lot of really good ways to, if you, if you're deciding that this is something that you want to do and you just want to make it happen, um, see if there are film schools or colleges in the area that have film departments that have students that are doing that, like bring them on board. Cause then, you know, always take care of the people who are on your set, like make sure they're fed and, and like have, have a place to sit a place to sit and um proper hydration not overworked like yeah be kind to them don't take advantage but a great place to get people who are going to be just as excited as at starting as you are is colleges and schools and facebook groups yeah well and i've i've i'm coming from being an actor to a filmmaker too there's so many actors that do want to create their own work too and one thing that I know it was very influential too, like especially when I started writing, was having a writing group where we would meet once a month and read scripts and like just the act of like opening up your, you know, and it's hard in the city with small spaces, but opening up your home and, you know, being like, hey, like the first Monday of the month, like I'm going to host like scripts and, you know, bring 10 pages and we'll read it and talk about it. And that started you know, that started, um, you know, a web series and that started a, another short and just like getting people. And then that gets people excited too, cause they're reading your script and they're like, Oh my God, I'm inspired by the story. I want to be a part of it. Um, and that goes like just suggesting people and building your community that way too. But I think it's like, consi- like talking about our episode with creativity, it's like also consistency of like holding space and time for, people to gather and to collaborate. Absolutely. And accountability, having someone who, who says like, Hey, you said you were going to work on this and you're not working on this. Like, mm-hmm. why aren't you working on this? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, if you're not, then like 
maybe that's because it's not inspiring. You know, like that's yeah, another thing you, too. Yeah. Like maybe it's time to move on to, to something else because this doesn't seem to be, you know, like when you get stuck on something, like ask, figuring out why you're stuck on it, you know? Right. Is it fear? Is it because you're not inspired? Is it something like with the story? I mean, I've abandoned a few scripts now because the story just it, it wasn't working. And we've talked about this a lot too, is like the intention of the beginning of the project was something different than what it turned into. And then the story just, it, it, it wasn't the same and it wasn't inspiring. And I, I, I really feel like you have to, if you're going to make a film, like a feature film, even a short film, like even like, I mean, now I, I'm like two years out with Fall Repeat and still like promoting it and, and having to work with it. Like you have to really believe in the story. And if you don't believe in the story, then find a different one. I think because you're especially with the feature or web series, you're you're with that even so much longer and so much more intensely because it's so much more footage and time. And yeah. So making sure that like if you're planning on it, having a world outside of just filming and making it, if you want to go festival, you want to like send it to other places, screenings, all of that, then make sure that you love what you're. Yeah. And I think be OK if something's not good. <laughs> Like that's if you make something parts. and it's not good, like that's okay too. Like you have to make shitty stuff sometimes to get to the good stuff, you know? And like you don't have to bring every short to festivals. You don't have no. to post every film online, you know? Like you can you're, give yourself permission to like mess up and learn from those mistakes. Absolutely. Well, so much of so much of creating and filmmaking is learning. And I think that, I mean, I think we've talked about this multiple times. We've gotten this from a bunch of different guests, but having the, what, whatever your intention is, as you approach the project before you start, like really be clear with yourself as to why you're doing it. And then once you do that, then as long as you're continuing to live to that intention, if things don't turn out otherwise the way that you want them to, if it's still within the intention, then that's fine. Mm -hmm. And it's also just taking time after, because I believe that, um, who was it? It was the Dell sisters that were talking about, um, how they, uh, reassess after they've worked on a project. So giving yourself a little bit of space afterwards, even if you just like free write, or you talk to somebody about it and then make bullet points after of the stuff that you learned or, or make sure to retain it somewhere as to how, what did I learn from this particular project? Yeah, it wasn't, it's not, it's not going to be, you know, Oscar nominated, like, yeah, who the hell's there? No one right now. But, um, but just be real with yourself about what is it that I learned? Like how you were saying with per, uh, particular projects that you've been on, you've learned how important it is to have art because it's a visual medium. And that's something you might not have put energy and effort into before because yeah. you didn't realize that because you or didn't have that. the money and exactly. or, or time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, you could be like Robin and your first short film goes to Tribeca. <laughs> yeah. But all I'm saying is don't but, expect that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, be honest and, and real with yourself about yeah. why you're wanting to do the project. <laughs> you're funny. Um, it could happen. I'm not yes. saying, I'm making me feel like I'm like a naysayer over here. It totally Sorry, I wasn't could. trying to do that. <laughs> Whatever, I just least. thought of Robin last week because I was like, that's incredible that her first film went to Tribeca. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really incredible. But I, but it's, I mean, from what we've heard from most of the people, it's a combination of things, right? It's yeah. deciding you want to do it, 
not like not being afraid to face those fears and just to get moving and try and to just like try to figure it out. And then surrounding yourself with people who help to elevate that and who inspire you and who are excited the way that you are having a good attitude for these like little indie sets is really what can make or break your experience. And it's also people, I mean, these little projects you make relationships and people bring you on for other things. And like, that's something to remember too, is that whatever, not that, not if things are bad, not to speak up because I don't think that's right either, but like to definitely not be expecting like, um, what do I want to say? Caviar for <laughs> as my mom crafty. Used to, <laughs> as my mom used to say, you know, I have champagne taste on a beer income. Like yeah. don't don't expect like Dom Perignon on these yeah. um on these sets. Um don't expect it to be of that caliber. Yeah. But you know, be realistic with yourself. But also, you know, don't be afraid to dream big. It's one of the I mean when you get the privilege of doing this for a living and it's something, and again, it should be what you're excited about. You may make a couple shorts or films or whatever and realize like, Hey, this is a lot of work and, and it doesn't excite me as much as I want it to. Then yeah, maybe it's not for you and that's okay. But as an actor, one of the best things that I possibly did was start to create my own work because it gives you something to fill that creative void when you aren't able to, when no one else is giving you permission to create. And it builds your network. It oh just builds my your gosh. network. Because that's what this, in, that's what all industries are. But this industry, like even tenfold more, mm-hmm. is the connections that you build and you never know. Yeah. And always be kind, like, as in, like, this is something that in general in life, just being kind to the people on set, like no matter what role you're playing, whether it's you're running the show or if you're the actor or the PA, like you want people to be nice to you. So Mm -hmm. that's how you should exist. And if you do, you'll build more connections and more people will want to work with you. For sure. Yeah. Um, Where else do you think are good places to, um, if you're starting this process um, resources as far as books. We talked about some websites, um, also, um, groups and networking um, in your area, that. you could get on Facebook and Google filmmakers, you know, wherever you are. And I like, that's the thing too, with technology right now. And you could also volunteer at a film festival in your area to meet filmmakers that way. Um, a lot of times, uh, film festivals do showcase local filmmakers as well and so that would be a great way to um meet filmmakers and get involved in your you know if you're not in new york or la where it's a little more saturated right Um, but it's i mean the film world is expanding a lot as to the areas atlanta and new mexico has a bunch of stuff going on and and new orleans for a while has had like a bit of a scene um Mm -hmm. ohio right now is supposed to have amazing tax breaks this year so i think there's even stuff going to ohio so that's awesome (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah, but i mean just be you know try to put your finger on the pulse as to what's happening in your area if it's something you're like excited or curious about doing um the internet is such a magical place um, in in the knowledge that you can find for um, any sort of endeavor that you want to get into, such as taking this big leap into filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Um, schools, too, like I think are such a great way. 
mm-hmm. um, any sort of university that has any sort of film program. Or special screening, like some of the independent theaters too. I, you know, there might be special screenings. Um, Where they have even talk Even th- like local theater companies too, because, I mean, if you're a writer and you, you know, you talk to a local theater company, I'm, those actors that do theater are also you know, wanting to get footage for their reels and, you know, so there's like a lot of different ways I think you can collaborate. I think it's being bold to take action and also holding space for people to gather to collaborate. Absolutely. I think those are the two biggest things. And and it doesn't have to, you know, you might not know what you're going to make, but, you know, like your theater company, like we're going to meet and we're going to talk about art or we're gonna like everyone's gonna bring three pages it doesn't have to be good like you know we're not writers but let's just start experimenting and you know making stuff right I mean because that's the biggest thread among all of our guests um and anyone who is a like considers themselves a creator um I mean you just you just do it yeah yeah (laughs) and if you have that impulse like trust yourself and and move forward with it because that doesn't always happen you know like that inspiration that spark whatever it is or you know maybe you're really passionate about a current event that's going on that you want to tell a story about I mean stories change the world and they heal the world and it's an important and you know maybe you're working as an accountant right now but you have this story you want to tell like write it because stories affect the world and they change the world in a positive way Absolutely. And it can make an impact, especially narrative content. Um, I mean, uh, it was Kimberly um, that we were talking to about film festivals and and all sorts of different things. But she was saying, um, oh, my gosh, my brain is not working. <sighs> I'm, I'm going to grab it. I'm I don't know it. where you were going. I, so I don't either. can't even like assist vague. you right now. <laughs> um, but stories being important. Um, yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, you can, I mean, even like right now with what's going on with these children at the border, like you can talk about the issue. You can fight both sides of, of the political scheme of what's going on. But I mean, I think if you heard, and I think that's why, um, What's her name from CBS? Oprah's best friend. It's, do you know who I'm talking about? Gail. Mm. Gail King. Yeah. 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 Gail like, King went down there to like talk to the people and like hear their stories. And I mean, I, I think of the same thing with um, the Syrian immigrants too. Like when, yeah. when, when you heard specific stories, you know, and you can do that with narrative. You can, you can Absolutely. use your imagination and you, you know, you could tell a story about immigration, but it could be on Mars or in a McDonald's or, you know, like you can like totally flip it upside down and people might not know what they're watching versus something that maybe is, could be seen as a little preachy or social justice or politically biased. And, right. you know, I think the important thing with art, it just makes you think about, you know, you don't have to have an, like, it's not always black and white with the opinions on the issue. And I think it, if we just all start thinking about it and having conversations about it, I think that's the great thing about film is like you can talk about the issue in like a less triggering way because it's about the story. Right. Um, I remember what I was going to say. Right. I was going to thank you. Yes. Um, so what she was talking about of how short films are living in different places now and a lot of um, – a lot of different organizations such as libraries and colleges and um, museums, different educational institutions are using narratives as a way to bridge 
that gap between um, what people's understanding is versus um, what's happening. And it keeps it from being coming from that preachy place, right? It's a lot easier to watch a film about something that's in a narrative context and then teach you as opposed to having a, a docu-series or a documentary or something that's intention is education. When it's a happenstance, I think people digest it a lot easier. Yeah, that's what um, The Light of the Moon with Carlo and Jessica, who we right. interviewed, they've been doing that recently too, if you follow them on social media. And yeah, using it as a bridge program in colleges. And, to um, talk about rape culture and, you know, what a great... What a great way to, you know, use art to, you know, affect people and well, talk about tough issues. Because it does. <laughs> I mean, if we list, if you listen to Naomi McDougal Jones' um, episode about women in film, why she's so passionate about it is because it can change the world. It changes our perception of things um, when it becomes a part of our culture, such as Jaws and um, different big films like that. Like they made an impact on how people related to particular in- issues, even though that's very shallow. It's talking about sharks, um, uh, but. Yeah, but that that's important that it wasn't even a fear on most... It wasn't even on the spectrum. Yeah. I, I was just at a dinner party last night and we were talking about um, The Bachelorette and how they portray these women as very crazy. And um, they were like, why don't we see men? Like, men are crazy. Like, why don't we see this? And I was like, because <laughs> most of our film and TV have has been from the male gaze for so long mm-hmm. and you know i humans ha- are emotional people and they do sometimes what you would classify as crazy or insane things and i don't think it's specific to gender but it was a very interesting topic kind of going with that about how our opinions and perspectives of the other gender people that are different than us other races other you know religions can be shaped by movies and tv shows that you watch by the media and, definitely and in all the news sources sense. you choose to digest as well <laughs> so, absolutely or the books you choose to read or the music you choose to listen to absolutely so. it impacts how you how you view particular subjects and how it affects you for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's it's proven. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys have any questions about making your own work or like just direct message us on Instagram or tweet at us on Twitter. Um, yeah. And I'm sure it's something we've been through or something we've learned from talking to filmmakers. Absolutely. We would love to help you. And, and that's the other thing too is if you're wanting to start creating your own work, don't be afraid to ask people for help. If you're not going to ask people for help and opinion and collaboration, it's a lot less likely that it's going to come to fruition. You, it's it's a part of this process is a true collaboration. You're a team, and um, and so asking for help is part of it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, guys, go make awesome. stuff. Yeah, go Post, make stuff. We want to share about it, with it us too. too. Yeah, tag yeah. us. Tell us if you're making things. If if you have questions, like Elise said. Um, We want to see what you're doing. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.